The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant, 7 to 10 a.m. With SFM 104 to 107. Gorgeous songs, Bongila Kumalo and Tando's group dedicating it to our birthday girl this morning. Uzelma. Don't forget if you'd like to hear your song, get that big fat juicy in. Choose it right now. Make a, I'll tell you, when I look out the window of the SABC, the sixth floor, it's misty, misty mornings. I can't see a thing. So uh, how do we lift the mist and see the blue skies? And you can send your choices in. And how you do it is you SMS us, 41391. You WhatsApp us on 0614104107. Or indeed, you give us a call on 7142006. And then, of course, you can also do it on Twitter, at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFM Jet Set Breakfast, or at Mish Constant. We'd love to hear from you. We want songs that are going to go bah and lift us up. Now, you know that on the show, we have spoken a lot about um, conflict resolution, how one uh, looks at consultation between people. Now we've got uh, a team of people who are looking at addressing this in a different way. And this follows what has been described as a questionable attempt at an online consultation regarding the Musina Makado Special Economic Zone, the MMSEZ, last week. And Earth Life Africa Johannesburg says it's more determined than ever to ensure that communities affected by large-scale projects around the country know and exercise critically their environmental rights. And, of course, this is stipulated by the National Environmental Management Act. On the line is Makoma Lekalakala. Makoma, thank you so much for joining us, the director of the Johannesburg branch of Earth Life Africa. Makoma, Earth Life Africa, what do you do? Good morning to you and to your listeners. Earthlife Africa is an environmental justice organization that uh, encourages people and companies to take care of the environment. So, Makoma, how do people get involved with Earthlife Africa? Let's start with that before we talk to the specifics. So, I might be someone who believes implicitly in my environment. I'm also anxious about the fact that they may be building a building very close to me, which means chopping down trees, which may be a large-scale building which destroys the environment close to me. How do I get involved? Um, one thing that I can say is that um, for you to do the right thing for the environment, you don't have to join any group. You can do it yourself and also do it with the people around you because you are the ones that are feeling the pain. Yes. And um, you, what you can do with groups like ourselves is just to... Uh, consult to them and also maybe get tips from them. You don't really have to be a member. Being a member is for you to be able to do the right things where you are and uh, ensuring that there's no environmental injustice. So it's about being an active citizen. Yes. So let's talk about this um, consultation. It was an online consultation. The MMSEZ, the Mercado, uh, the Musina Mercado Special Economic Zone. Obviously, there was a concern, and uh, in your press release, you say it was questionable. What do you mean it was questionable? I think, firstly, um, what we had realized was that there was no good intent of holding this public uh, participation meetings from the word go. First, uh, people around the area did not have free prior informed consent. 
So even the first ones that were done are physically face-to-face, there was poor attendance. I mean, the first meeting, there was about 10 people. And the second one, you could see that um, this was kind of a rushed process, just a box-ticking exercise and not really getting um, the people's views. So the visual ones, I think um, it was a way of, you know, it is important that the meeting took place for for, for briefing um, people around where the process is. But unfortunately, that left a whole chunk of people out of um, the, the meetings. People in the areas of, um, in the, some of the villages of Vembe, they do not have smartphones. They have yeah. not even linked huh. to uh, MS um, teams. They have not even linked to, to Zoom. So basically, you leaving some of most of the people out. So the technology is actually um, uh, causing the divide and 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 not allowing for access, so that everyone can be part of the conversation, the discussion, and the consultation. Yes, including data access. So that was that's the critical. major concern mm. that we had, and um, that's why we had raised it with Delta BEC to say this. Uh, public participation meetings, we're taking them as just a briefing and an update, not as a real one. But however, what we see, we see the developers or led it, uh, leader uh, wanting to rush through the process. Even if they rush through the process, there's not even an inch on that EIA that um, actually says the project, it's the kind of project that can, can be considered. We cannot consider a project of that magnitude, of that destructive magnitude. If uh, this project um, goes ahead, it will be a mega toxic, carbon-intensive project that is going to destroy the beautiful uh, Limpopo Valley. So, Mokoma, let's, let's try and simplify this very quickly. Is, and I see that one of your community members asked the question, is the question is, will it improve our lives or will it leave us worse off mm. than before? Now, that may be related to this project, but that's related to all the questions that we need to ask. Does it improve our lives or does it leave us worse off? And certainly I think we, we are not getting those kinds of questions answered in consultations. Mm. Mm. Yes. Uh, what we've realized also is that um, the questions uh, that were asked, we haven't even got any response, formal response mm-hmm. to those questions. And every time there's a public participation meeting, uh, there's a different question to, uh, there is a different response to the same answer. But I think the question that David asked is very crucial in a sense that um, he's asking if the project is going to improve people's lives or leave them worse off than before the project. Yeah. What, we've, what, what, what the project developers have been saying that this is going to be a job creation project. But what sort of jobs are there? Are these decent jobs? Um, if you have a job to desecrate your ancestral graves and destroy your, your sacred sites, would you call that a job? Yeah. Uh, this is exactly what the EIA is for clearing off the site. Um, worse off, worse off, it would be both culturally, it would be both um, uh, 
religiously that people would find themselves in a very, very difficult position because they've destroyed who they are. So, so Makoma, we need to we need to close off. But the question that I would ask you then is, how do you see um, some kind of resolution coming out of this? What um, is the way forward going to be? The way forward is just to abandon the whole project and think about alternatives. And if they say absolutely not, then uh, what's the next step? Um, I think we'll have to use uh, the legislative, um, the regulatory and the policies that we have in the country just to show sense that uh, there there is no need for this kind of project. Well, there we have the answer from Makoma Lekalakala, who is the director of the Johannesburg branch of Earth Life Africa. Now, I suppose I'm putting that question to all of us is when we see that there is this kind of conflict, when we see that there is a lack of agency in relation to technology, in relation to data, how do we take it forward so that we find some kind of common ground? Because certainly in this case, it is impacting on people's livelihoods, but it's also impacting on culture, history, heritage, which is absolutely critical in terms of who we are as South Africans. Talking about who we are as South Africans, as you know, at this time of the morning, we have our SABC education feature, Know Your Country. Now, we've heard about the largest tree. And the question I suppose we're asking is, have you ever heard about the tallest tree in South Africa?